This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 265. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode and any discount codes for our sponsors can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 265. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Okay, I think the whole country's back to school. I'm not positive. I am recording this on Labor Day, so about a week in advance. And yay me, by the way, for recording on a holiday and also being recording a week out rather than like a day or two out, which definitely happens from time to time. So kind of feeling on top of things today and feeling excited. So by the time this goes live a week from now, Vinny will have been in school for three days of kindergarten. I'm looking forward to recording again after that has happened so that I can give you all the dirty details and just, you know, let you know how much I cried. Of course, all that action will be commemorated forever on Instagram. So if you want to go check it out over at the Shameless Mom Academy on Instagram, you can see all of my tears and sappy posts and posts about my kindergarten anxiety over there. So I'm excited to talk about this episode or to dive into this content today because it's really timely after you've had a major transition. So resetting and reframing. This happens in the new year, but I find for moms that this happens more commonly, I think, and more dramatically in September. So we talk about the new year being a time to like reset and refresh and reframe and revitalize and like renew and what all these things, right? And we always look at a new year as our starting point 
for implementing new things and stopping things that are no longer serving us. But I think that for moms, the bigger transition that is more impactful to our lives often happens when the kids go back to school. And that's kind of when our year starts where we're like, oh, thank God, (laughs) we finally have a minute to exhale. And maybe you don't even have a minute to exhale, but like there's at least some semblance of structure and routine. And that's often a really good time to look at what routines are serving us, what are not, and what routines are sucking the life out of us versus serving us and really help your family and help you personally work toward goals. So that's why I'm really excited to talk today about how to reset and reframe your fall. Because I think that even if your kids have been back in school for a month, or they maybe just went back a couple days ago, I think that we are all in that mode of like, fall is on the horizon. We're getting ready. If you're like me, you're like, we're getting ready to make pumpkin bread and pull out the Uggs. I know that I'm super excited about that. I keep going to Trader Joe's and waiting for the pumpkin explosion of like pumpkin spiced everything that they bring in. And like, when are the squashes coming out? That's always a little bit like, I might cry. I might cry when I see all the squashes come out and the pumpkins sitting in the big, huge bins as you walk in the store, because I love fall. I love all the seasons for different reasons, but there's something about fall and being in the Pacific Northwest where we don't do, us native Pacific Northwesterners, we're not real big on this whole like 80 degree weather that happens in the summer. Like we want a day or two of it, or we want it when we're on vacation on a beach sipping a cocktail. Not so much for like the daily grind. I don't need 80 degrees or 85 degrees. And I know for some of you, it's so much hotter than that. So you're laughing at me right now, but I'm looking forward to like a nice crisp 56, maybe even like a 49 and like, let me get out a puffy coat, maybe some fleece. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Before we dive into our content today, I do want to talk about our shameless mom of the week. So let's do that real quick. And I have to tell you, I love getting your reviews. And this is where I pick a shameless mom of the week. So if you go over to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, you will be able to tap on a button first to subscribe to the show. So just a side note about subscribing to the show, you subscribing to the show helps my ratings tremendously. It is of great importance and significance that you subscribe to the show because Apple Podcasts prioritizes content that other people see based on what has the most subscriptions and reviews. So that's why it's so important. So if you haven't subscribed to the show, please do that. And the benefit is that you always know as soon as an episode is released, it's right there in your podcast app. So you're not having to wait around. So please subscribe. So when you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, there's a button to subscribe. So first you do that, then you can rate the show and give me a certain number of stars. And then there's a button that says write a review and you go in and you write your review. So I always pull a new review out for the Shameless Mom of the Week. And this week's Shameless Mom of the Week is Jekyllin. So I don't know that that's her real name, but this is the name that's in the little profile name for this review. So Jacqueline says, I was very skeptical when deciding to listen to the Shameless Mom Academy. I couldn't bear the thought of listening to yet another mom telling all women why we needed to breastfeed until our kids are toddlers or why staying home is the only answer for motherhood. I quickly learned that this podcast is the exact opposite of the expectations I set in my head. Sarah has inspired me to be more productive, to set boundaries, and to make time for what's important to me. 
I have never been one to follow a routine. And now that I've started the 15 minute manifest, it's as if I can't function without routine anymore. I'm a mom to two boys, two and a half years and 10 months old. And I've recommended this podcast to moms, women who aren't moms yet. And even women who just need some empowering in general, I could write for days about each individual episode, but instead I will say, thank you, Sarah, for empowering women in a positive, enlightening and relatable way. So thank you so much, Jacqueline. I love that. And I have gotten so much of this feedback recently from people who say like, I'm not big on routines and I don't like structure. And it's come up in private groups. It's come up in the shameless mom every damn day, private Facebook group. It's come up in our membership community over at momentum mamas. And what's interesting is that even though personality wise, a lot of us, there's a lot of people out there. I'm not one of them. I like routine, but there's a lot of people out there that say, you know, like routine doesn't come naturally to me. And that's not how I was raised. And it's like structure just isn't my jam. But when they start to try it a little bit here and there, there's like a flow to life that (laughs) happens with such greater ease that even though that the structure might be a little bit of a struggle, it feels really good. So I just love that Jacqueline has been trying this and testing and implementing things because I think for as with everything like you test something out and you're like okay does this work for me does it not do I need to like fix it amend it shift it a little bit make it more personalized to me like what works and I always say when you start a new habit or routine just go into it with the mindset of data collection like I'm just going to try this see how it goes it might be like a magic bullet for me and it might completely suck I'm just going to test it out and see and then make decisions based on that feedback that I get so it's just data collection it's nothing to like beat yourself up about if it doesn't work. If it works great, that's awesome. So that's a really nice, easy, neutral way to go into something just to kind of give something a little bit of a test. So thank you, Jacqueline, for your review. I so appreciate it. And I'm delighted to honor you as Shameless Mom of the Week. So now let's dive in to how to reset and reframe your fall. And I have to tell you that the dog is behind me and she keeps snoring really loud. We went on like a 30-minute walk right before this. And I mean, it was a marathon for her. She was like huffing and panting. And I was like, I'm not even gonna be able to record. She's so loud. And now she's stopped with her panting and she's just intermittently snoring. So you might hear that as we're going and we can just all enjoy it together. I've renamed the dog. So the dog's name is Danny. And on Instagram, I often call her hashtag the damn dog. But I came up with a new one recently. And this is a good one. Granny Danny. We spent a decent amount of time with a friend's puppy this summer, and we realized that Danny, compared to the puppy, they're kind of on the same page because the puppy has like spouts or bouts of like big bursts of energy and then needs to sleep for really long periods of time. And Danny's kind of the same. Like she wants to play for seven minutes and then she'd like to sleep for three and a half hours. So they're kind of on the same page. So we were like, oh, like this is her granny behavior is the same as the puppy behavior pretty much. So Granny Danny is in full effect behind me. All right. So how to reset and reframe your fall. Here's a few things I want you to consider. I want you to think about what habits you want to start or reintroduce and identify them really clearly and really definitively and very specifically. So to say like, I really want to get healthy this fall. That's not a goal. That is not a habit. That's not a routine. That's just a nice thought. And nice thoughts, they're nice, but they don't really get you to a goal and they don't help you accomplish anything. So if you want to improve your health, what specifically are you going to do? Are you going to get up 30 minutes earlier to work out three days a week? Are you going to make sure that you're getting like the vegetable delivery boxes every week? Are you going to make sure that maybe you're getting butcher box, one of the sponsors on the show, like getting healthy meats delivered to your door? Are you maybe going to sign up for a meal delivery service? So there's so many different things that you can do, but what are you going to do 
to make sure that, that you're taking specific action toward a specific goal. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility and joy. So another one might be like, I really want to, so I'll back up before you think about what you want to start or reintroduce this fall. I want you to also be considering what you want to have by the end of the year. So with that, if you're like, okay, you know, I had a financial goal. We had a financial goal of saving X amount of dollars this year. Then you're not just going to say, we're going to save more money this fall. No, again, that's a nice thought. That's not a goal. So what specifically are you going to do to save more money? We are only going to eat out once a week instead of three or four times a week. We are going to make date nights, like instead of at the fancy restaurant and a movie, it's going to be one or the other. Or maybe we're going to step down the fanciness of the restaurants. Instead of hiring a babysitter, we're going to do a babysitting trade with family friends. So if you have a goal of saving money, you need to look at really specifically what that's going to entail. I'm going to return all of the clothes from the Gap and Old Navy that are in my closet with tags on that I've been meaning to return for six months. I'm going to stop this monthly charge of whatever thing that I'm no longer using, like very specific things, right? These are specific action steps that will take you closer to the goal. So first, you're going to identify the habits that you want to either start or reintroduce and make sure that they are specific goals, not just nice thoughts. And then you're going to also identify the habits that no longer serve you. So you need to identify, like I said in the beginning, identify the habits that suck versus serve. So there's probably a lot of habits that suck. And so I know over the course of summer, one habit that can really suck, even though in the moment it can be quite lovely, but it can suck the life out of you in the long run, is alcohol consumption. It's super easy over the course of summer to be like, oh, it's a nice day. It's sunny out. We're on vacation or we're eating on the deck or whatever. Like there's always a reason for a drink in the summertime, right? And so we easily integrate alcohol into our lifestyle way more frequently than we need to. And even, you know, maybe before you had like one to three drinks a week and now it's like one to three drinks a day. I find that this happens over the holidays too, where 
we just kind of get on a roll and we just keep going with it because it goes back to my long-term philosophy of recency and frequency. So the thing that you've done most recently is the thing you're most likely to do again today. And the thing that you do most frequently is the thing that you're most likely to do again today. So if every day for the last two weeks, you've had two drinks before dinner or with dinner, then you're most likely going to do that again today. So you have to be conscientious of hold on, wait, like hard stop on this habit. I'm going to reintroduce the new habit that will serve me, which will be like, I'm only having drinks on the weekend, or I'm having a one drink limit every night or whatever it might be for you. Maybe you're doing 30 minutes dry or 30 minutes, uh, hopefully more than 30 minutes, 30 days dry. I know September, January, oftentimes where people are like, I'm going to go 30 days alcohol free. So whatever might make sense to you, but really looking at habits that no longer serve you. Maybe over the summer, you got out of the habit of meal prep. And so you're looking back at that, like I'm going to pull out my crock pot or my instant pot. and I'm going to get back on like a recipe rotation. Maybe you're looking at other habits that no longer serve, like hitting snooze. Oh my gosh, this is one that I talk about so much and that comes up really frequently in our membership community over at Momentum Mamas, where people recognize that like I've gotten in the habit of hitting snooze and I hit snooze three or four times and I waste 30 minutes of my day and there's this immediate gratification of like, oh, I just want to sleep for 10 more minutes. But then it feels really awful when first of all, you've lost that time. And second of all, the rest of your morning is super rushed and you're often kind of a cranky mom and not super patient or positive with your kids because you've decided to hit snooze. And so that thing that gives you that immediate gratification truly does not serve you. It really makes your morning suck. It sucks the life out of your morning and makes a really rough start to the day. So identifying the habits that no longer serve you so that you can make space for your future. And I've talked about this truth bomb before. So Danielle Laporte is known for her truth bombs and she has this big box of truth bombs and one, and it's like a box of cards and they, everyone has a little statement on it that can click with you at different times in your life. And one that I drew months ago when I was in the process of selling the gym was make space for your future. And I keep it on my desk because for a long time I was like, I'm going to keep this on my desk until I sell the gym because I need to be reminded of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And when it gets hard and stressful and overwhelming and exhausting, I need to remember that part of this process of selling this business is that I'm making space for my future so that I can go all in on the podcast. That was so meaningful to me. And so I just kept reminding myself that like, find your grit girl because you got to just keep pushing forward. And so I think the same thing goes for now in little periods of my life and in little periods of your life is you have to make space for your future. And so you have to identify this is the thing that's no longer serving me. This is the thing I'm going to stop doing. This is the thing I no longer want to make space for because I want to make space for something else. So sometimes it's not even that a habit's not serving you as much as you want to prioritize something else that will serve you better or that will get you closer to a goal. And so, you know, maybe for example, there's TV shows that you watch and you're like in the middle of binge watching a series or you're like my husband for the love who is re-watching Game of Thrones and staying up sometimes until like three in the morning on the weekends and he's not even watching it for the first time. I do not understand. I'm like, dude, you've already seen it. Like you already know what happens. He's like, I know, but it's so good. And I'm like, I don't get it because I'm in like the 0.01% of the population that has never watched any Game of Thrones. And I'm like, I don't understand how it's so amazing when you've already seen it before. Like you're more committed to watching it the second time than the first time. It's kind of mind blowing. So well done, Game of Thrones. But for him, 
or for me, I should say, if that was my habit right now, I would recognize like, yeah, this is really fun and enjoyable. And I might even say it's like self-care because it's something I'm doing that's just for me. But if I'm recognizing that it's getting in the way of a future goal, that it's really not helping me make space for my future, it's actually holding me back from making space for my future. So consider that as well. Like I've had to set boundaries on my TV in the last year where I still love my Real Housewives, but I have some boundaries around when I watch that. I don't watch it every week now anymore. I like save them up for when I'm traveling and I just do it in a different kind of way so that I can maximize my time where I'm investing in my future and working on my goals. So one of my ways of making space for my future has been kind of shifting how I use TV in my life. It doesn't mean that I don't watch TV. It just means that I'm a little more conscientious about how I use it and I use it more for rewards. That doesn't mean I've taken away all self-care. It's just that I have boundaries around TV that are a little different than they used to be. So look at the habits that no longer serve you and start to pull those out and then look at the habits that you want to reintroduce or start and start to put those in. Be again, with a lot of specificity, intentionality, and being really conscientious about what you're putting in there. So then the next piece of this is envisioning the end of your 2018. And I want you to be really, really clear on what you want the end of this year to look like. Like, how do you want to finish strong? What will that feel like? What will it feel like to look at your top one or two goals right now and finish 2018 knowing that you did those things? Because I can tell you right now, If you make the best use of these last few months of 2018, you are way more likely to do bigger, better, braver things in 2019. So really being conscientious of how you finish out this year, because if you have leftover goals that you don't meet by the end of this year, where you're like, oh, that's another year that went by where I didn't do that thing, you will end the year feeling like you're in failure mode or unaccomplished mode, and that will impact how you set goals for the next year. So you want to end this year feeling like, here's what I finished. Here's how I showed up this year. Here's how I took imperfect action, but still had something to show for it. So even if you finish and you hit the goal like to 50 or 70% instead of 100%, that's still an accomplishment. That's still 50 to 70% more than 0% if you just like at this point right now, throw in the towel and be like, I'm just going to wait till next year to focus on that. And then you enter a new year feeling like you're starting out as a failure versus I've already made it 50 to 70% toward this goal. And now I just have to make the other 30 to 50% to get to the end of it. So being really conscientious about what you want the end of the year to look like and feel like for you. And what will that feel like If you can do the thing you set out to do, what will it feel like if you can end this year having run your first 5K? What will it feel like if you can end this year having taken a photography class? What will it feel like if you can end this year having saved an extra $5,000 to maybe spend on vacation next year or to put into some other sort of investment? What will it feel like at the end of this year if you have started to position yourself through specific action steps to maybe go for a promotion next year or set yourself up for a new role in your company or at another company? What will it feel like when you've set yourself up for success in any area of your life so that when you start 2019, you are like ready to freaking roll? There's a huge, huge difference between just starting to take action rather than putting it off. And I'll tell you, putting it off is really exhausting over time and taking action while it's uncomfortable and sometimes terrifying. At least you're not sitting in this 
in-between place where you're feeling bad about not taking action and feeling like you're letting yourself down again and feeling like you have something else in your life that's incomplete. So that taking that action and making space for that action on a consistent basis to work towards something very specific, even if it's tiny, tiny things, makes a really big difference in terms of how you perceive yourself as someone who starts things and finishes things and accomplishes things and meets their goals. And that's really, really important. And especially as you're wrapping up a year. So the last thing I want to say about this is I want you to look at a specific mindset reset. So this mindset reset is about prize mindset versus punishment mindset. Many times we look at new routines as punishments. So I'm going to punish myself for like this summer, you know, I drank all the drinks and I didn't work out that much and I'm feeling a little fluffy. So I'm going to punish myself by getting up extra early to work out in the morning for the rest of this fall. Or I'm going to punish myself and only let myself have like salads for lunch for the next two weeks to make up for all the stuff I had at end of summer vacation. Or I'm going to punish myself by getting up earlier in the morning because I didn't get done the things I wanted to get done last week. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you you listen to your podcasts. If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy the Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. I'm not going to teach you how to make baby food or how to make your three-year-old or 13-year-old stop having tantrums. Instead, I'm going to bring you back to yourself. For the last 20 years, I've been helping moms through growth and transformation. Inside the Shameless Mom Academy, I help you identify who you are and who you are becoming. Look, motherhood is hard. It brought me to my knees many times and sometimes still does. Returning to who I am and who I am becoming allows me to decide how to show up in all those sticky motherhood moments, but also in all my other relationships and in all the ways I show up in my various communities. So come check out the Shameless Mom Academy wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm willing to bet you'll leave feeling a little inspired and maybe even completely fired up. And you'll probably laugh a few times because I promise we never take ourselves too seriously over here. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy. So all those things, we often frame things as punishments and then like no one enters into a punishment with like, yes, I can't wait to do this thing that's I feel bad about already because I'm entering into this thing because I failed somewhere else in my life. No. Oh my gosh. Like you should never set up a goal that you're using to accomplish something because you failed somewhere else. You should set up a goal so that you can get the prize that comes at the end of that goal. 
Does that make sense? So you're always looking forward rather than looking back. So the punishment mindset is like, well, I'm punishing myself for this thing that I did in the past by implementing this new behavior. The prize mindset is like, I'm going to implement this new behavior. And after I do that, here's the prizes that come out of that. So if the new behavior is going to bed a half an hour earlier, the prize that comes out of that is having a full night's sleep or better night's sleep getting more sleep, feeling more refreshed the next day, feeling more creative the next day, feeling more energized the next day, being more patient in the morning, needing less coffee and feeling less jittery. Like all these things, those are all prizes. If the new behavior is doing your 15-minute manifest. So there's two practices that I want to talk about before we get to the end here. And the 15-minute manifest is one of them. So I'll get to that a little more completely in the moment. But if you decide that you're going to do your 15-minute manifest every morning, if you do that as a prize like the prize of doing the 15 minute manifest is that I'm in complete control of my day. I feel like I'm calling all the shots. I'm actually super excited about every day. I have energy about every day and I feel so productive because I have a plan when I start the day and I know how I want to feel. So I automatically eliminate a lot of self-doubt in my head and a lot of maybe fogginess in my head or gray area around what I want to accomplish. And I automatically eliminate decision fatigue because I make decisions first thing in the morning and I make it quick and simple and easy. And then I just glide through my day with ease because I've done that. So that's all prize mindset. Punishment mindset would be like, I haven't been very productive this summer and I haven't gotten anything done. So now my punishment for that is that I need to get up and do this thing every morning to get myself back on track. That's not rewarding when you're talking to yourself in those terms. So being really careful and conscientious about your punishment mindset versus your prize mindset and switching that over. I actually had a long conversation with someone the other day talking to her about fitness in her life. And we were doing this consultation call around that. And she was saying like, when I exercise, I have way more energy. I'm way more creative. She's a writer. I'm way more excited about my work. I feel stronger physically. I feel like I'm fighting the effects of aging. So she's in her 50s. She's like, I feel like I'm fighting the effects of aging instead of feeling like aging is just like something that's coming over me with greater intensity every day. So as she's telling me all these things, I'm like, these things all sound amazing. Like, have you considered how awesome it is to invite that into your life, to invite in to be like, hey, body, we're going to exercise for 20 to 40 minutes today. And here's all the great things that you get as a result of that. You're going to have more energy and you're going to be excited and and enthusiastic about your day. And you're going to be more focused and you're going to feel like younger and stronger and all these things that feels so much better than, oh my God, I can't believe I haven't exercised in three years and I've gained 30 pounds and I feel horrible about myself and my clothes don't fit and I'm always exhausted and I feel lazy and I feel like uncomfortable in my own skin. So when you're focusing on those things and you're thinking about punishing yourself with a new exercise regimen, that's not going to be nearly as effective. By the time we got off this call, she was so pumped up to start her new exercise routine. And I said, I want you to get back in touch with me in a week and let me know how it goes. And she set some specific goals about what she was going to do. So she got back to me a week later and she's like, oh my God, like I feel amazing. And we set the goals really the barrier low. I was like, I don't want you to like go to CrossFit. I want you to go do two walks and two yoga sessions because that's what she identified as like, this would make me feel good. This would feel good to get the ball rolling. So you don't start off with torture. You start off with like one little step that will allow you to feel like you're building momentum. So super, super important. And then you get the prizes from that little bit of momentum and then you can build more momentum. And so maybe a few months down the road, you move from yoga and walking 
to lifting weights and running every now and then, or maybe into something more intense. Maybe you don't like whatever. Maybe you lengthen the walks. Like you're going at some point, you're probably going to desire to make this thing better than it already is though. So just beware, like that can happen. That's one of the prizes (laughs) is that you will desire to take it to another level at some point. So two primary practices that I highly recommend in resetting and reframing your fall both of them I've referenced already. So first of all, the 15 minute manifest. If you do not have my 15 minute manifest, it is a free download that will totally transform how you plan your day out and how you get the ball rolling first thing in the morning and feel like a freaking rock star, like before your kids even get up. So you're going to go to shamelessmom.com forward slash 15 mm to get that. 15 mm as in minute manifest. So shamelessmom.com forward slash 15 mm to get the 15 minute manifest. And the 15 minute manifest can be, my recommendation is that you do it as a 15 minute little practice, but you can also shorten it and you can do it in three, five minute stints during the day, or you could do it over the course of like, you could make it a six minute manifest. Like there's all sorts of, you could also make it an hour manifest. So there's a lot of ways to kind of adapt it to your needs. But the main protocol that I give is for 15 minutes, but I know lots of mamas modify it to work for them. So that is totally doable. The next practice I want you to focus on that I already mentioned as well, visualization. I want you to focus on what is it going to feel like when I'm doing this thing, when I've actually met this goal, when I've decided that I'm going to drink half my body weight in ounces of water every day. And what is it going to feel like when I actually do that? What is it going to feel like when I'm not tired and I'm not constipated because I'm so dehydrated all the time? So, I mean, let's just get like right into the nitty gritty of this, right? Those are actually things that happen. Your metabolism slows down. You feel super sluggish. And you get constipated when you're dehydrated. Also, your and your skin doesn't look great either. So what is it going to feel like when you're like, oh my God, my skin looks amazing and I have more energy, especially in the afternoon. Like my poops are better. This is so awesome. So what is that going to feel like when you're getting those benefits? And I want you to visualize that. I want you to visualize like sitting at your desk with a water bottle filled up and being like, this is the third water bottle I'm drinking today. And I feel so much better. And every day I'm checking it box on my calendar, noting like, yes, I got my water in. That feels really good. That might sound silly to get that excited about drinking water or to even like have a, you know, sticker chart for yourself for drinking water. But I'm telling you the benefit of that is really, really powerful. And the power of taking that one little step to reset and reframe your actions and your goals this fall, those little things make a really big deal. So there you have it, how to reset and reframe your fall. I hope this has been super helpful to you. I would love any feedback. If this has been helpful, we're doing a ton of resetting and reframing over in Momentum Mamas. So if you are curious about that or you're interested in doing some resetting and reframing for your business this fall, reach out to me at info at shamelessmom.com because I have two things that might be really helpful for you. You might get a lot of benefit out of one-on-one coaching and I have spots. I'm just wrapping up a couple clients. So I will have a little bit of space for one-on-one coaching this fall for like probably two people. Not more than that, I don't think, because I only work with people one-on-one in a very limited capacity. And then the other thing is Momentum Mamas. We are talking deeply about these things over at Momentum Mamas. We did a whole session that you would have access to right when you join. We did a 12-month goal planning session and then broke that down into one-week goals to get you moving. So 
If you are looking to build momentum in any area of your life and you feel like you need some more accountability, you need some more support, you have questions, you want to do this in community with other shameless moms, Momentum Mamas is definitely the place to do that. So if you have questions on that, just shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com and I can get you information and we can kind of take it from there and I can tell you which option would be the best for you. Some people aren't sure if they want to do one-on-one coaching or be in a group thing. So we can kind of just take it, start it in a conversation at info at shamelessmom.com. All right. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to be with you again on Wednesday and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.